This episode of The Elmwood Strain may not be suitable for all listeners, as it depicts disturbing gun violence. A version of this episode, with the gun-related triggers removed, is available on our website, violethourmedia.com. Listener warning. The Elmwood Strain is an immersive, binaural audio experience that includes adult themes and scenes depicting drug use, adult language, and violence. The Violet Hour presents The Elmwood Strain. Please, it's a normal day for everyone else. Corporal Tanner. Boss, you got a minute? I'm headed into the assembly. Why? What can I do for you? What's on your shoes? Oh, uh, guts. What? Yeah, mushroom guts. Backfield's got a bunch of wild mushrooms growing at the tree line. Mowed them down earlier when I was, well, you know, when I was, when I was mowing. Okay. So look, I checked the trees, and one's still green on the bottom, but it's all bald up top. Seniors, directly to the gym, please. I'm not sure I fully understand. Dutch elm disease. Yeah, that that tree's as good as dead. Mushrooms already bunching on the rock. That's exactly enough of that, Mr. Krakowski. Sorry, Mrs. Tanner. Anyway, I marked the trunk. It's gonna have to come down sooner or later. Sooner is better. So, take care of it. <laughs> I mean, it's a 70-foot tree. Can you afford the workman's comp? Consider it on my list. Outsourcing the job, not workman's comp. Let's just get through today's assembly. Okay, okay, but hey, it'll spread. You can't have Elmwood High without, without any, any elms. elms. Yes, I, I fully appreciate the seriousness. Oh, uh, where are we with the pee smell in the teacher's lounge? Right, uh, senior prank. I'd say they get lazier every year. Good catch. The tree, I mean. Oh, you got it. All right, folks. Last call. Oh, hey, what's up? What the hell, Paige? Good morning. Where is your show shirt? Oh, yeah, I, I forgot. You're the freaking lead. It, whatever. Come on. Drama's all sitting together down front. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll be there in a second. Just have to grab something from my locker super quick. Yeah. Any chance it's your show shirt? Paige? You know the senior assembly's in the gym. I know, Miss Guardiola. I have to grab something from my locker first. Uh, my show shirt. For drama? Okay, well, be quick about it. Hey, it's me. Unlock the door. Oh, yeah, 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 one sec. Sorry, sorry, Paige. Oh, don't be. Locking it was a good call. Well, 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 look what the cat dragged in. Woo! Look who decided to show up. Shut up. 
Hoffman's helping out with the assembly, so the auto shop is hours until at least ten if we don't blow our spot. Those guys didn't think you'd get by Guardiola, but I knew you would. Uh, Guardiola's such a pushover. Paige, you wanna, uh, can I get you a stool, or? Or what? What are you gonna do? Build Pippa Page and throw out of car parts? Just sit down here, Paige. We better energy if we were outside, but the floors still have some grounding property. I'll take a stool. Here you go. Thanks, Jen. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Princess Paige is taking butler over here. <laughs> Get me one too, then. Look, y'all miss out. The auto shop has some surprisingly positive vibrations. <laughs> is sitting on a vibrator what's taking you so long to pack that shit? Come on, I want to put my genius to the test. What is that? Crystal thinks she is the first ever wake and baker to shove dryer sheets into a paper towel, too. Rude. You didn't think of it, and you probably hotboxed the womb. Just for that, I'm not gonna let you blow in my tube. Don't even try. Look, man. I respect the sanctity of your tube, and I wouldn't even dream of blowing into it without your consent. That's better. Here, if you're gonna be all respectful about it. Love the conflict resolution kits, but we're ignoring the real genius here. Jed came up with the spot. Huffman loves his little mechanic protege so much, he'd probably let it slide even if he did catch us in here. Minus the drugs, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was your idea to blow off the assembly. Thought you might change your mind and wind up going to the assembly anyway. Why? Thought you might be in the running for valedictorian. Fuck you, no. <laughs> what about the saluting one? No. <laughs> Must have been close, though. <laughs> Chris. Finally. What a time suck. Two hours to tell us we have to wear clothes under our gowns and we can't toss our caps at the end. Wait, what? <laughs> Safety or some shit? Ms. Lynn was going on about it in the lunch line. They're cardboard hats, not ninja throwing stars. Jet, heads up. Thank you very much. They should, they should incorporate that somehow, like a final test of our readiness for the world, you know? like. You poke your eye out, trying to catch your cap on the way back down. No diploma for you. <laughs> no, no diploma for you, Lucas. You ditched so hard this semester, they're gonna have to build a bridge over your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, okay? Mama Lucas called the attendance Nazi and explained that I have been taking care of my alien grandfather. Called when? I thought she was still off steaming her clam in some nowhere sweat lodge. <laughs> She loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Had enough to lie? Because your seizure grandpa's been in the ground since seventh grade. <laughs> Remember all the shit we got into for eating pop rocks in a cemetery? Only a monster would lie about something like that. Right, Paige? <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Wait, you called? What would Mr. and Mrs. Perfect Daughter say? Star of the Spring Musical using her powers for evil. Oh, screw you! Here, Jed, give me. Dearest Paige, please accept this sacred herb infused with my gratitude. Dude, Lucas, I was literally passing that to her already. Whatever. <laughs> Love you loads, imposter mom. <laughs> Love you too, baby boy. All right, people, let's settle down. Come on now, lots of info to get through. You're not out of here just yet. 
And the row in the matching t-shirts is gesturing at me because... Oh, right! Yes, the tickets for the spring musical Little Shop of Horrors are still on sale this Thursday through Saturday. A lot of work went into the set and everything, so let's get some butts in some seats and support our drama department. Where's Paige? She never came back. I, I don't know. Any volunteers to help Mr. Hoffman hand out cap and gown order forms? Any hands? <laughs> oh, Miss Gutierrez! Raising her middle digit. Close enough. Congratulations. All right, let's get to it. I think we should all show some school spirit with our fight song. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm a monster. Let's go, Sabretooth, show me what you've got. Let's go, mighty Sabretooth. Realty, Paige Johnson speaking. I like a story that will take me to extremes. And nothing says extreme quite like The Last City, a new Wondery podcast available now. Set in 2072, the city of Pura is a geo-engineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image, which, given its promise of being a miraculous green haven in a climate-ravaged world, shouldn't be too hard to sell, but things are not always as perfect and shiny as we'd like to believe. When she stumbles upon a dark secret that could lead to the downfall of Pura's existence if revealed, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, the Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello? Hello? Hey. Who... Who are you? Got something over here. Oh my god, what are you doing? Whoa. Jesus, lady. Hey. Who are you? What are you doing back here? Caves, you know this guy? <laughs> I just need a quick signature. Right? The kid up front was on the phone, I pulled out the envelope, and she flipped. Shut up a second. Paige, are you okay? I'm... I'm sorry, I... He startled me. No shit. Take your motorcycle helmet off, dude. You look like... Just... I'll sign for it. My office. That way. Hey. Sorry. I got you. Sure you're okay? It's just... His face was covered, and when he reached into his backpack, I, I, I don't know, I just... Did you throw your coffee cup at him? Uh, no, no, I just dropped it. Okay, because that cactus on your desk would make a way better weapon. <laughs> I'll get rid of him. Thanks. <laughs> Look, I feel bad, but I really didn't do anything. Keep your voice down. Your helmet. She's from Elmwood. So? Come closer. I gotta turn the volume way down. You can see the line of students exiting the rear of the building, being escorted by officers into a secure zone just off campus. Parents are lining up, waiting for word from inside where, again, we believe the shooter is still at large in the building. Paramedics are standing by, waiting for the all clear to access the gymnasium. We're hearing the majority of the Residents that remained observed a moment of silence to honor the loss of five faculty members and 37 students on the 10-year anniversary of the brutal and senseless tragedy at Elmwood High School. Wearing homemade body armor and dirt bike clothing, 16-year-old Hunter Zedlow stormed an assembly for upperclassmen armed with a semi-automatic rifle. Zedlow went on to barricade himself in the school's kitchen, where he died of a self-inflicted gunshot. She lived through that. Oh, shit. Oh, shit is right. Look, I'm going to sign this thing, and you're going to remember the next time you deliver here to take your helmet off and wait up front. Yes? Hey, Paige, someone... What happened? Uh, nothing. Drop my cup. You didn't burn yourself, did you? No, it was cold. Oh, good. Um, so someone just called for you. Yeah, I, I missed a call a minute ago. Um, put it through again. No, um, I offered to forward them to your extension, but they just wanted to leave a message. With me. What message? Maybe I misheard them, but I'm pretty sure they said, Luke has died. 
What? Luke died? Uh, maybe I misheard. Does that sound... right? I don't know any Luke. Only clients have this number for me, so... Weird. Huh. Maybe they wanted a different Paige Johnson. Uh, wait. Lucas? Could it have been Lucas died? Luke has... Lucas... Yeah, actually. Who called? Oh, I asked, but they didn't say. Was it a man or a woman? Pretty sure it was a man on the phone, but I think I heard another voice in the background. His parents? Sorry, I really don't. Did they leave a number? It came up as private, so... Okay. Sorry. Was he a friend of yours? Long time ago. Oh, hey. How are you feeling? Better. Thanks. You're on social media, right? Isn't everyone? I mean, yeah. Why? Could you look someone up for me? I guess. But you know, if you're gonna make cyber snooping a regular thing, you really gotta make your own profile. I can help you set it up. The name is Lucas Grant. There are a lot of Lucas Grants. Wait, there, Elmwood, right? How did you know? Uh, you must have mentioned it. There, this one? Yeah. Well, it's set to public, so that's... Oh. Oh, God. R.I.P. Lucas. Sorry, did you know? I just heard. Poor thing. Looks like he was just a baby. Do you know what he died of? I know, he's my age. That's just an old picture. Huh. Can't be that old. Look at that iPhone on the table next to him. I got my sister that same model last year for Christmas. Still paying for it. Uh, maybe it just looks like a new one. That's him hanging out in our friend's basement as a teenager. I recognize that stupid inflatable armchair. Weird. Maybe he's just one of those baby-faced guys who never gets old. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that. <sighs> it's okay. I haven't seen him for a decade now. Doesn't say anything about funeral arrangements. I'm sure if you asked for some time off... No, I mean, that's not... I don't need it. I just wanted to check if... Sure. Hey, if you ever want to go out and grab anyway, some... thanks for your help. Or not. Did I forget something at the office? No. No, I just wanted to check in. After today. I'm fine. I think. I know you said you're not interested, but I'm legitimately happy to cover for you if you want to take off for a couple of days. Uh, I don't even know where the funeral is. Somebody's gotta know. Isn't there anyone you can call? There's someone. If I can excavate her number from the depths of this closet. Uh, can I talk to you later? Of course. Thanks. Appreciate it. Maybe I threw it out. Okay. We don't have to look at the pictures. Just find the book and close the box. Huh. 
There you are. Okay, BC Kaplan. Wait, why can't I find you? No. No, wait, wait. <laughs> there. Crystal? Yeah? It's Paige. <clears throat> From Elmwood High. Oh shit. How many pages do you think I know? I know, right? It's just been a long time. So I guess you heard about Lucas. Yeah. I think his parents tried to call me today. What happened? Good die young. Should be the town motto. Was it an accident? They're not sure. I don't understand. The high school? Didn't they board it up after everything? Yeah, but he kept going back and smoking up in the parking lot. And then he started saying he heard something inside. I told him it's the foxes that took that bitch over, or raccoons, or whatever, and what are you doing creeping around listening to that fucking tune in the first place? But he swore there were voices. A couple days go by, and he's even more MIA than usual, so... Dad and I checked, found his car parked out front, and then where he broke in. I'm so sorry, Chris. Yeah. I don't know how long he was in there before, you know. But I was right about the foxes. Fuck. We're doing something for him on Saturday. Oh, I, um... Fuck's sake. Sorry. Why did you even call... I wanted to see if you were okay. You wanted to know what happened to your number one baby boy. Surprised you still have my number. I dug it out of my old address book. Remember the one you had the same? We decorated them in prices class instead of working on our final art project. Half the sequence in mine are gone. It took me a second to find you. Um, and then I remembered I put you under S. Shy. I'm bad quiet. Get what I'm saying, Paige? Jed would never. What? Off himself? Hurt someone? Who fucking knows? About him or anybody? But I've got your number now, so I'll be sure to let you know when something happens. You gotta come back, Paige. It would mean a lot to Jed. Thank you. Thank you. 
from Violet Hour Media. The Elmwood Stream. Produced, directed, and edited by Anthony Laddish. Written by Rachel Woolley. Sound designed and mixed by CJ Drummiller. Music by Chase Horseman. Executive produced by Cassie Josevo. Starring Sarah McGuire as Paige, Tim Robinson as Lucas, Alice Pollock as Crystal, and Matt Rapport as Jed. With Ellen Kirk as the principal, Forrest Attaway as the maintenance man, Maggie Hutchison as the receptionist, Clayton Smith as the co-worker, Davis D-Rock as the messenger. With additional voice performances by Stephen Matlock, Connor McGiffin, Monique Thomas, Joey Wheeler, Morgan McBride, and Anthony Laddish. Script supervised and assistant edited by Chad Crenshaw. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.